Hi everyone, it's episode 61 of Griff's Brain Dump and it's me, Griff. Obviously, how are you doing? Um, it is Sunday morning, Easter Sunday. This is the day before Jesus arised, before the Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, aroused. Um, yeah, so what are you doing for that? Eating chocolate eggs? Because that's what Easter was about. Am I right? Am I right? That's how we got out the cave. The boulder they put in front of him was actually just a big chocolate egg. Jesus was like, Oi, guys, I'm not, I'm not dead. Can you, can you move this chocolate egg, please? Then, you know, he just melted it with, well, just with the heat. This is the Middle East, isn't it? So it's pretty hot. You can't just leave a chocolate egg outside. It's going to melt. How did he get out? How did he get out of this cave? He's like, well, because you blocked him in with a chocolate egg. He's meant to use a boulder. Where is he then? I don't know. I ain't seen him. You know, I don't check the tombs. No one else has got out. That's because he used boulders before, mate. Why have you used chocolate egg this time? I don't know. Am I sacked? No, you're not sacked. Just, just don't come to work tomorrow, though. But um, I digress. It is Sunday morning, so who watched AJ's fight yesterday? Um, everyone would have watched it. Anthony Joshua. Um, I'm not going to say what a fight. It was, Jesus Christ, the ref. It was like um, watching, it's like being at a family event and your auntie just splitting up you fighting your cousin. This <laughs> was, it's like, let them swing a punch. It's a boxing match. Let them swing punches at each other. But um, it didn't really get to happen. It didn't get to happen. So I guess it was boxing more than a fight. I want to see a scrap, like everyone. When the adrenaline and the testosterone mixed together and it all cocktail. You just want to see someone get knocked out. Until you see someone get knocked out. Like last week when it was Dylan White versus um, something brown. I knew the black guy was brown. Black guy was white. And the white guy was brown. So I can't remember what his first name is. Anyway, you know, their fight was happening. Swingers, swingers, swingers. And then BAM! Knockout. Brown guy, who's the white guy. White name, brown guy. No. Bra yeah, he's the one who knocked him out. White guy, brown name. He's knocked out on the floor, face down. Family guy style. Palms facing the ceiling. Then when that happens, so it's like... Uh, I mean, yeah, Dylan, I wanted you to knock him out, but... Not that hard. He's, looks like he's dead. That's what happens. Our hormones go up, then boom, drop right down. Like the fight before Joshua, was it Price? David Price, DP, double penetration. He got knocked down. He got knocked down. And that was the knockdown you like to see. He got knocked down. He's punching the ground that he got knocked down. He's pissed off. He's like, ah, he caught me with a punch. That's ah, so annoying in boxing when the other guy punches me in the face. That's really annoying. I hate that. Then uh, he knocks the other guy down, but he hits his head into the corner. So he's not knocked down, but he's he's out on his feet. And then, other guy, overhand right, boom, on the temple, stunned. David Price is knocked out on his feet. He's just left there, staring into this left hook, flying right into his fucking face. 
That's that. Get. Have a face full of that. Left hand, glove, sandwich, no bread. Low fat. Bam. All meat. In the face. Not clean out. I'm like, what? Shit, he's dead. Again, adrenaline just gone up. Boom. Down. Over. But he was alive. But boxing's happened now. Deontay Wilder, he's been challenged. Is he going to turn up? Doubt it. Don't know what it is. I don't know enough about boxing, so I've had to make up my story of why Wilder doesn't want to fight Joshua. Um, is he just ducking the fight? He has no payday if he loses his belt. He knows that once he loses that belt, he ain't getting it back. Is that what it is? Is he a chicken? Hey? Hey, Deontay, you a chicken? Hey, little bitch. Little bitch. Obviously, I'm not going to say it to his face. This guy's massive and he's a heavyweight champion. So, I don't think I'm the guy to be calling him a wimp. But, I will because, you know, that's the power of the internet. Smaller guys are called bigger guys' names. Because I can hide behind my keyboard and my screen. And that makes me tough in the world of internet. So, um, hopefully I never meet Deontay Wilder or he never listens to my podcast. But listen, yeah? You bitch. Fight... <laughs> fight AJ fight AJ not me but um, yeah I want to see that fight I want to see all the belts unified and all that stuff you know but one thing though after the AJ fight which I did want to point out now other than the shit Italian ref and Wilder Duck in the fight was uh, I don't know commending AJ for talking to um, Joseph Parker's mum after ringside Listen here, right? If you're my mum, if my actually if my mum spoke to the guy who just punched me in the face for twelve rounds, mum, you're a snake. You ain't my mum. Yes, I am. So yeah, it's like uh, no, you snake. What are you talking to him for? And the fight's over. It's just like you know, you, you touched gloves and you said he was a good fighter and he deserved to win. Mum, I said all that so I didn't come across like a sore loser. Don't talk to him. He just beat me up. Where is your loyalty and sense, woman? Um, you know, I was just going to be annoyed by that. Just slightly, just slightly annoyed. But <laughs> what else has been happening this week, man? Like, um, what? It's, it's weird stuff I've been just clocking. I've been really observant this week. Maybe because I've drank less. No, lie. I drank on Thursday and Friday and yesterday. But earlier on in the week, um, you know, what stuff happened? Um, we've got a male receptionist at work. That flared up my sexism. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck is this? Who are you? Hey, mate. He's like, all right. Good morning. Good afternoon. I was like, what? A man behind reception? I mean, yeah, I guess you can do this job. guess this job gives you no advantage or disadvantage, depending on the gender you are. guess it doesn't actually matter, but it's not its not what I'm used to, and I don't like it. You know I mean, I'm just not happy about it. Coming here, just like change, changing my preconceptions about stuff. You're challenging my thoughts. I don't, I don't want it, all right? I want women at reception. I want my doctor and man. My nurse a woman. <laughs> That's, you know what I mean? 
you doing? No, it's um, it was just funny though. It's like obviously there's nothing wrong with a male receptionist, but it's just my brain. That's it. Like, it's just like how my brain is just wired in certain ways to expect certain things. There's been loads of temps on that desk walking into the office, and I haven't even clocked what the woman looks like. That's gone now, All right? That's not the usual receptionist. Cool. No, hi. That's all you get. Oh, hi. And I see a man's voice going, hi. I'm just like, what? Oh, no, you don't. Um, <laughs> but hey, he seems to do the job. Like, I get my phone calls. And they come right through to my desk. So, I, hey, fair play to you, lad. Fair play. You know? Um, you know just, I'm not going to campaign against you. I support your rights. Men's rights. Men getting jobs. <laughs> I just hope he gets equal pay to the female receptionist. That's all I hope, alright? Gender pay gap. Or maintain the status quo and he gets paid a little bit more. It's alright. But, you know, you got got a campaign for these things. Like hashtag saggy boobs matters. Have you seen that? Seen that as a hashtag? Can't lie, I didn't follow the story too much. I just saw a lady on this morning with saggy boobs celebrating that she had saggy boobs. And I was just like, all right. Again, I guess this isn't my shit sandwich, is it? So I can't say, you know, she shouldn't campaign about this. Um, not saying she should. That's, that's her shit sandwich. That's what she wants to talk about. You you talk about that. I mean, it's it's not my it's not an issue for me, personally. Um, for one, not having boobs. Therefore, I can't tell you, you know, how your boobs should be. And then two, it's just like, if this is about you know judgment from men. Well, if it's judgment from women, then I don't know. I don't know what women think about other women's boobs. But if it's judging from men, I'm going to let you into a little secret, love. Boobs are boobs. They, we don't care. You can have no nipples. We don't care. We're just happy you were willing to show us your boobs. That's it. So you've got saggy boobs, perky boobs, round boobs, square boobs. All right, not a lie. Square boobs. I might comment on those. Yeah. You've got boobs like Crichton from Red Dwarf. Um, you know, I... I don't want, you know, pixelated boobs, I guess. But everything else, I mean, it's a pass. So, you know, we don't mind. We don't mind. You know, so don't worry about guys' views about things. That's that's the thing, right? That's a common narrative from women. Men are dumb. And then, you know, it's always our opinions that are being blamed for things. We're dumb. Don't worry about our opinion. We're stupid. <laughs> If we say something you don't agree with, we're probably wrong. Live your life. Live your best life, ladies. That's what you want to do. But talking about women on women relationships. Oh, I was in the barber shop the other day. And uh, it, was a, it was a lady, the hairdresser, um, with a little daughter. She was doing her hair. Oh, my God, that looked traumatic. That's why I asked a question on Facebook and social medias. About what a lady's childhood um, memories of getting their hair done. 
because this looked horrific. Yeah, I seen a child about four or five just like with tears running down her face, getting hit in the hand and the head with a comb and stuff. Because you know, she's wriggling about in pain and crying. I was like, oh, this, oh, this ain't nice. I don't want to watch this. The thing is that when you're getting your hair cut, you can't you can't change where your head is. The barber has has your face where you faced, and I was facing this chair. Just this, me and this little girl. Me just well, me avoiding eye contact with a little girl. I don't want to look at a little girl crying dead in her eyes. Because I've got like a dead serial killer face when I'm not doing anything. You know, people got resting bitch face. Some people got resting smiling face. I've just got a resting just like plain face, vacant, dead behind the eyes. Is this man about to jump out of his chair and strangle me? Kind of look on my face when I'm not really interested. Or I'm trying to mask what I'm thinking. That's my poker face. Now I'm going to pick up these cards and stab you in the neck. That's my poker face. But, um, yeah, it was just horrible. So one thing I didn't like, though, right, was, you know, the girl's crying. The mum's just shouting. They're just like, be on the kid's side. Manage her through the pain. You know what I mean? She's a child. She didn't choose to be born. She didn't choose her hair. Like, do you not want to be a parent? You seem annoyed at this kid. Give the kid away. Give it back. If you don't want it. If you do want it, then just deal with it. Comb her hair. But um, one thing I didn't like, though, was the mum started... I, I couldn't see, because at this point, the mum's back's towards me, the kid's in the chair. And she's moving. She's shouting something. She's speaking up real Jamaican. I'm not really Jamaican. My parents are Jamaican. I've been to Jamaica. I can understand a bit. But when someone's proper, just hardback yard woman. And all you can hear is like, hi, no, 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 no. It's just high pitched. No, 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 stop the noise. No, 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 you cry for. No, 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 no. It's just that high, high pitched. No, 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 no. Right? That was happening in front of me. So it was her back. I see the child. I hear the child like, ah, just crying. And then like all the guys who was facing, she was moving her. I can see that she's got the girl's hair in her hand and moving the girl's head. And all the barbers who were facing the kid are just laughing. And even like some of the guys in the chair, I was like, this is the kind of traumatic thing that happens to a kid. Where when you're on life support machine and the doctor says, hey, there's a 50% chance they'll survive if we do this operation. And this is when your child goes, fuck it, switch the machine off. Just, just like, no, there's a 50% chance they'll survive. I don't care. I don't care. Switch it off. Switch it off. I'll, I'll unplug it myself. No, 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 you can't do that. You can't do that, okay? You need to sign this form. You won't have the form ready until tomorrow. All right, fine. Come back tomorrow. Doctor, stop. Right. Um, there's been some developments overnight with your mother. Okay, what? She now actually has an 80% chance of recovery without any surgical intervention. Just switch it off. Just literally switch. Give me the form. Just switch it off. Just switch the machine off. Do what? I've already unplugged it. I'm charging my phone. I don't care. Get rid of her. End it. <laughs> That's that's the kind of stuff that sticks in the child's head. When it comes to the funeral. Everyone's eulogising this woman going, ah. 
Vanessa Lynn. I'm just making up a yard name. Vanessa Lynn was so nice. And Vanessa Lynn was so sweet. And Vanessa Lynn was so gentle. And that's when the daughter comes. I was like, let's cut the music. Not my mum. What? And she'll remember that time when she was in the barbers. And all those adults are laughing at her. And she's going to grow up with issues with like men. So she's going to get to like secondary school. She's going to do something that's actually funny. And a group of lads will laugh. And then she'll just be triggered. To start chasing all of them with like an afro comb. It's, uh, it's going it's to be horrible. She's messed up the girl. I hope the girl can recover. I hope she can. I hope she can because that's... Uh, it's going to be a sad time. Sad time for her. But... Ah, uh, <laughs> oh dear... Tell you what, tell you, you must have childhood traumas though. Porn stars, I'm telling you. Porn stars have childhood traumas. Stormy Daniels keeps on telling her story, eh? It's telling her story about how she slept with Donald Trump. I'm not sure how that's a story, you know. You're a porn star and you had sex. That's your job. You do that for a living. Mr. Kipling has made a cake and he gave it to the president. Eight years before he became president. Oh, my God. Like, that's not a story. I mean, yeah, he was married. All right, fine. That's the same way that, oh, he said he was on a low-fat diet and he was not going to have any sugar, but he still decided to eat a cake. You know, him and Melania aren't in a marriage. They're, that marriage is purely contractual. There's no love there. I don't know them, but, you know, you can see from the outside in sometimes, you know. There's no chemistry. None. Absolutely none. The son just looks like he was made through, like, scientific and laboratorial, like, circumstances. There's no passion. You know, that one was drunk on some Lambrini. They came home and fell into a bed in Trump Towers and made sweet love. That didn't happen. You can tell it didn't happen. Oh, God. Nah, he's a pure accident, that child. But, um, no, it's not a story. This Stormy Daniels woman. Um, you know what I mean? And, you know, granted, I looked online. Looked at her work. Weren't impressed. But... <laughs> Well, impressed. But what the thing is with this story is, each time she tells the story, she keeps admitting that she slept with Donald Trump. Surely she should be paying Donald Trump to not tell anyone. Do not tell anyone I slept with you, alright? This doesn't count. This is not one of my numbers. I may be a porn star. I may have had two, three, four, five, maybe even five guys at one time, okay? Right? I was filming. I was filming. Oh, I'm a method actor. But that isn't as shameful as when I slept with you, Donald. So do not tell anyone. That's that's where the deal should have been. No, it's just... Uh, oh, it's rubbish. It's just not a story. So I want to tell her... Because I think just everyone should stop giving her attention now. Stop giving her attention. It's annoying me. It's what she does. So that's what she meant to do. She meant to have sex. So, yeah, that's it. No harm done. But um, what else did I catch in the news? In the news. Um, I mean, oh, forget the news. Let's talk about, uh, again, more childhood traumas. R. Kelly 
Who's seen the documentary? Who's seen it? Oh, oh, Robert Sylvester. I knew he's a creep. Um, it, right, this, if you ain't watched this documentary, go on iPlayer, watch it. Uh, I want to talk about it right now. So if you haven't seen it and you think I'm going to spoil it, spoiler alert, it's a documentary. These things happen. So there's no real plot twist. So stop crying. It's not a film. All right. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you how it ends. R. Kelly's a pervert. We, we know this. It's how it begins. It's how it is in the middle. It's how it ends. All right. But there's bits where I just didn't know. I did not know. Like, I've never seen the video. All right. I'm 30. So when the video came out, it was like, oh, I was like eight. This before the internet. Um, and yeah, this before the internet. So I, did, I didn't want to see it. I didn't know it. I didn't know how... Actually, I don't know how people saw it back then. You must have actually had it on VHS. There was no internet then. People just walking around with, like, child porn. Just showing the video. I just have to see it for investigative purposes. Like, I just need to know if it's actually R. Kelly. Yeah, but, dude, I've told you the video is him having sex with a kid. Yeah, I, I mean... I, I'm not watching it because it will turn me on. I'm just saying, I'm what? I need to see if it's him. That's why I need to watch it. No, 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 no. If I tell you on this video is, you know, it's a dog shitting on a baby. Would you want to watch that? No, that's a horrible image. Get out of your head. I don't want to see it. No, but I just need to see the video to see if that is actually what's in the video. But I just told you. That's the video. So, I mean, I don't know. Anyone who's seen... People may have seen it incidentally. Granted. You may have seen it incidentally. If that's the case, fine. I don't know how you stumble across child porn in the days before the internet. Um, I don't know how you stumble across it in the days of the internet. Unless you've got one of those friends who sends you messed up videos through WhatsApp and stuff. Then, yeah, delete them as a friend. Alright? Just delete them. You don't want any of that shit on your hard drive. Or on your cloud, or just any metadata in your phone that says you've had a video like that. I'm lucky I've never had anyone send me a video. I've had some horrible stuff. You know, old man, gay sex scenes. You know, people send me stuff like that, just as a plot twist. You know, it looks like someone's having a great time playing football, about to score a great goal, and then suddenly it's just like 80-year-old men having sex with each other. It's like, alright, fair enough, that's not illegal. It's gross, but it's not illegal. Um... And that's not homophobic. It's actually ageist. I don't want to see any old people having sex. All right? That's what it is. There. But um, I digress. I'm talking about R. Kelly. Yeah. So if you have seen that video, fine. Um, I'd like to hear your story of how you saw that video. But I've never seen the video. But this bloody documentary made me see clips of it. None of the sexual bits. Just the bit where R. Kelly sat on the bench and plays, and propping the camera. I was like, I didn't want any mental image of what the scenario could have looked like. But now I do. Luckily, they didn't show the girl. They showed the guy. And I didn't know at the time, right? It was six years between him being arrested and it actually going to trial. And so in that time, R. Kelly's lawyers tried to put it on R. Kelly's own brother. Said it was him in the video. That's like, oh, mate, come on. This is your shit to clean up. It's not me. Do not drag me into this if I'm your brother. But the brother, it's weird. It seems like they've 
kind of semi-patched up, but not. There's this weird kind of thing. Where the older brother's like, yeah, you know, he's not inv- he's not really involved. He seems to get on with both. But the younger brother seems to want to patch things up because he kind of still wants a record deal. <laughs> ah, there's a, that was the offer. The offer was, say it's you in the video and I'll give you $50,000 and a record deal. He's like, mate, I'm your brother. Give me that shit anyway. And don't make me take the rap for your nastiness. And the only reason he didn't get convicted of that one, because the actual victim didn't turn up to court, refused to testify. So it allowed them to just kind of, uh, the defence team to run rings around the jury and get um, get off over reasonable doubt. Reasonable doubt. How about reasonable guilt? It stands to reason that's R. Kelly in the video having sex with a child. Uh, that's how the law works. You've got to prove that's a child in the video. Even though something like 20-odd people identified the girl in the video. Including her parents. Oh, no, wait. No, it was friends. Close friends, teachers. Oh, jeez. I hope I never have to watch a video like that to ID someone I know. Just imagine that weird feeling. Like, is this so-and-so in the video? Okay, this video we're about to show you is graphic. Um, There will be some sexual activity in the video. So I apologise, but this is... In the course of justice, that we must make you watch this video. Okay, sir? Okay, okay. Video starts playing. It is a whoa! Whoa! God damn! No, I do not know that girl. I do not know that girl. I'm happy about... Damn, is that R. Kelly? Is that R. Kelly? Ah, oh, damn it. You just made me watch some child porn, man. I hate you. I mean, that's... I can't, it's just, it's a horrible situation to be in. I'm making a joke of it because, do I make a joke of it? Because it's horrible. That's how I cope. It's too horrible for me to actually sit there and take it in with any real reality and thought. It's, it's tragic. It's horrible. Why is there a naked person at the window? <laughs> Some people are wild. Um, <laughs> so I'm back in my car and... Someone just fully walks in a window naked. Some people proper love nudity. Like, draw your curtains. Get some neck curtains. You can't just press up against your glass naked. And just rearrange your window. Like, what's wrong with people? I don't know. They probably can't see me in my car. So now I'm the pervert. Imagine that. I'm the pervert. The one sat in my clothes. Going about my life. And you're the one naked. Out windows. And I'm the pervert. No. I'm not having it. Um, But watch the R. Kelly documentary. And that one part. <laughs> one part though was. Wait. Really like this. Any bit that it is consensual. And. Like it's fully grown women. And it's R. Kelly. It, it, it does. It's creepy. But it just tends to be a bit funny. When it's when it's it's when they become underage, it becomes sinister and disgusting. But when they're of age, it just becomes like a bit peculiar and weird. So there's one bit, he's got a so-called feeling on your booty, 
And he made that song by having a woman in the studio while he's recording, feeling on the booty. That's how he wrote the song. That's how he got his inspiration. The lust really comes through the track. He's got his hands on a booty and he's there writing the songs. Apparently he can't read them right. So you know we all claim about Jay-Z just walks to the booth and just freestyles. Just off the top of his dome. Hey, Cho. Uh, uh, young. It's your boy. Young. I ain't wrote anything down. So, um, yeah, he doesn't write anything down. Right, but R. Kelly doesn't. I think Jay-Z doesn't do it because he just has the bars in his head, whereas R. Kelly left school without being able to read or write. So he doesn't write his music down. Think about the talent to do that. The creative genius to be able to just go in and sing a song and make it rhyme and just... That's mad. The guy's got mad talent. That will never deny that. But he is a pervert. And I just think that, you know, I think that's what happens. Because I've tried to tell jokes about R. Kelly. I've spoken about R. Kelly on this podcast before. And I just think people are just too enamoured by his music. I'm not sure what he has to do for people to then go, do you know what? No, I've had enough. None of this. Stop it. And they touch on the thing about, oh, you know, black women don't want to ever uh, be seen as pulling a black man down. So that's why he still stays in position of power but I don't, I don't think that's the, I'm not sure if that's the case I don't, I don't think we can put this all on black women to be the ones that have to bring him down I think we could all universally shut R. Kelly down but it's just like think about it, in that six year period of him going to court of him being arrested and going to court he released Chocolate Factory and I think TP3 Reloaded as well so he was the Pied Piper so he made songs like Hotel of Cassidy. Yeah, imagine that. You go into court. It's like, this guy is guilty. And then suddenly on your shuffled playlist, you hear, now usually I don't do this, but uh, let me break off a little preview of the remix. Then he's just like, tune! This guy's a done! And he's like, oh, wait. Shit. Yeah. Um, all right. Just say he didn't do it. Is he releasing a new album? Yeah. All right. Yeah, he didn't do it. I don't know, it's just weird. He just gets that much leeway. In a world that's so racist. That's the thing. In a world that's so racist. You've actually got a black guy here. Committing real crimes. And he just gets away with it. He's got to be doing his victims. Actually, yeah, I'm making it racial. It's got to be because his victims are black women. I think the moment R. Kelly gets too bold and actually starts doing this shit to a little white girl it's done it's over for him who's like oh r kelly's fucking a 14 year old again just like oh no big news he's like her name is britney everyone's just like what what's she look like um she's about five four uh weighs about a hundred and give me the real details johnson is she white? Yes. No, I mean pure white, not that kind of Mexican white. White. Yes. I'm going to ask you one more question, Johnson, and don't fuck with me. Okay, 
Okay, boss, what's what's the question? Is she blonde? Yes. Get the special team in. We're taking this guy down, this sick pervert. See, that's that's when it will be over for him. And that's that's the sick, sad reality of this guy. I'm going to stop talking about R. Kelly now. The sick guy. Let's talk about Russia. Let's talk about Russia. Um, uh, I don't know the latest now of this Russia thing. It just seems a bit aimless. Talk about the poisoning. I think the daughter's got like a chance of making a recovery. The dad's... Um, he's in like critical state I keep forgetting they're not dead but it's just these wild like the government has to know something that we don't know for them to be so brazen because it seems a bit aimless at the moment like, I guess you've got two different in- investigations going on right you've got like the gov- uh, government level where there's like it's the Russians it's most likely the Russians it smells Russian it looks Russian it's probably Russian and so you're alright Russia will give us some evidence that is us no, 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 no. You prove it's not you. No. No, no. The burden of proof is on you. You are the accuser, so you prove it is us, Russia, and not you. So that mean it's just like... that. If someone accuses me of something, I... If I really haven't done it, and I don't think I could possibly do it, then, you know... I'm not going to bother entertaining. I'm not going to entertain the accusations. But then if the accusation is something that is really I don't want to be linked with, then I'll probably defend myself. So, I mean, on a government level, if someone accused me of poisoning someone, I'm just like, ah, whatever. I didn't do it, so I, I can't waste my time proving I didn't do it. I know I didn't do it. I've been here all day. Um, But, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's a weird one. And then, like, they thought it's in the food. They slagged off like the Russian guy. Go, oh, you almost poisoned everyone with the food. And then it's like, oh, actually, it doesn't seem like it's the food. It might have been the ventilation in the car. Whoa, they did it in the car. Blame Russia. It's like, oh, actually, we've investigated the car. We're not sure it's the car. There seems to be a lot of radioactivity at the front door. Wow, they did it at the front door. It's definitely Russian. It's like, wait, wait, guys. You don't know where this thing happened. We just, so... Uh, how have we come to this conclusion that Russians did it? Imagine if they wake up and it's just like, oh, what happened? Do you see a man in a coat? Do you see a man with a hat? Dark glasses? And like, no, um, this is very embarrassing. What happened was I tried to, I tried to make it chicken, but... Uh, Embarrassingly, I did not cook chicken. So the chicken gave me and my father extreme food poisoning that we've been in a coma for a long time. Uh, now, now to have all this national coverage of of my bad cooking, it's so embarrassing now. It's embarrassing that everybody look and see that I, I can't cook. I can't cook. Um, this is... Terribly embarrassing. See, government agents are looking at each other just like, no, this can't be the story that goes out. Killer. What? Killer. Killer. We're going to plant this, this, was it? No- Novakov serum onto some random Russian dude. Yeah, just put it in his suitcase, say it was him. Just, just wrap this up. I've had enough. It's, just, it's like, I don't know. It's nuts. You can't just be chasing. I guess it's just subjective, isn't it? You know, if you've got a hunch, then you follow your hunch. But that's how we work in this society, isn't it? 
is that we've created a story and now we need to prove the story. Not we're looking for the truth or evidence of the truth. It's no, I've got my story. I'm looking for evidence of my story. There's literally until that story's completely wiped out, then they might change their story. Because like you're watching all these detective programs or dramas or documentaries about a crime that's happened. Yeah. And it'll be like, right, this guy killed this girl. And then they go to court and then the like the victim's family is like, I just want him to face justice. And it's like, no, what you should want is them to find the killer. You just want the killer to face justice. But because this guy's been presented to you as the potential killer, you're like, I want him to face justice. So then when that guy gets off, the family are like, there's no justice in this world. It's like, no, what if the guy didn't do it? If the guy didn't do it, then you got to then look for someone who did do it. You know? Granted, when people get off on the technicality, I mean, like, he was there, he's on CCTV, he stabbed the guy in the neck. It's all OJ style, just, oh, if I had killed her, oh, this is what I would have done. If it's that level, right, and then they get off on the technicality, fine, I could feel the anger there. It's like you've taken a piss. And when it's like, no, it there's actually, a ch- it's not a chance of whether the police were corrupt or not. This is actually, this guy may not have been at the scene of the crime. And they get off. And you're like, nah, nah, he was there. It's like, nah, this is when humans are dumb. And this is where the robot revolution comes and takes us all out. Um, <laughs> but no, um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you got... Uh, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about the world right now. The world seems like a hot, sad mess. Um, you got the World Cup coming up. That's going to be terrible for England fans. I was never going anyway because I still remember I'm black. So I'm not going to Russia. And just get my head kicked in. I get kicked in twice. One on sight because I'm black. Then when I open my mouth to say, stop kicking me. They're like, he's English. And then they'll start kicking me. <laughs> like, I don't identify as English. I'm more British. I think English is an ethnicity. Oh, I'm just getting kicked in the chest. It's like, I'm not ethnically English, I'm ethnically African and Jamaican, just getting booted. We don't care. Black English. <laughs> ah, I'm never going to that. Not a chance. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. Just, um, I was just mad things in the world. We're on 38 minutes. All right, let's, let's get into, um, let's get into Dear Deirdre, um, because it's just funny, isn't it? It's funny to Deirdre. Um, so, let's just go into this one while I try to get this open. While, while it's loading, I could just bitch and moan about um, stupid pictures. I see. What's the point of, um, of of pregnancy photo shoots, people? Someone tell me that. I've just seen a few on my timeline. Um, I've never liked one of them, so I don't know. Hey, Cambridge Analytica, do your job. Filter that shit out. Because <laughs> I don't want to see it. I mean, I get the one if you just take a picture of, like, you know, the woman's bump will go, hey, expected. Yeah, you're taking a selfie of your own bump. That's fine. But when it's, ah, I probably liked one of those ones. But a full-on photo shoot, no. Don't want to see that. Anyway, no action in bed. My partner wants a baby, but we never have sex and row all the time. That sounds like the perfect scenario to bring a child into. 
Um, when we first got together, my partner and I couldn't keep our hands off each other. Yep, like every relationship we get. Now he's constantly snappy and tired. I tried talking to him numerous times about his bad moods and he just brushed me off and insists nothing's wrong. I bet you don't try talking to him. You nag at him. You have a go at him, don't you? Just like, Derek, why are you so moody? And he's just like, I'm not moody. I'm trying to watch the game. Yeah, but you don't spend any time with me. You pay me no attention. She's like, we literally went out for dinner yesterday. It's right, so... um. <laughs> Right, we are both in our late 20s and have been together for four years. The way things are now is getting me alone. This is not what I want. Our sex life is next to nothing now, but he still wants us to try for a baby next year. I really don't feel that we're ready for that uh, with all these rows we have. I love him and still want the future of him, but I need things to change. Well, there you go. You've answered your own question. Why don't you just tell him you need things to change and sort that out? You know, you seem like you're the sensible one. I don't know why he wants a baby um, right now. Because surely he must be sensing that it's not the greatest your relationship. I mean, I don't... I don't know, know, man. Um, Yeah, just just talk to him. Then he always says you're nagging. So maybe change your tone. Maybe record yourself talking to him. Then listen back a few days after. And hear your own voice. When you hear yourself all high pitched, like, Derek! It's like, then you'll realize, oh, yeah, I can see. I can see why he gets so annoyed now. You know? Um, yeah, that's it, really. Just say you need a relationship to improve. Not a chance you're having a kid. Just say that straight. Not a chance you're having a kid. Our relationship is toilets right now. What's he have to do? Right, next one. Oh, why have I clicked this one? This is not a good one. Oh, God, I feel so lonely since my wife died and it gets even worse after I drink alcohol. Darren, you're not equipped to deal with this. This this isn't funny. I'm 75 and I so wish that my life was over as I'm always alone. Oh, fuck this. I, I can't read this. I can't read this. I mean, I'm not equipped to read it. This may be funny. I may be taking the piss out of, uh, out of these dilemmas. And, you know, that's just horrifically sad. Um. Oh, right. Let's get all right. Which right? All right. Let's let's see which one. Let's see which one. Yes. <laughs> right. Let's. <see. laughs> My husband and I have a brilliant sex life. So why is he looking at granny porn sites? Hoocha! Right. I thought my husband was perfect until I checked the browser history in our computer and found it full of granny porn sites. I could hardly believe my eyes. This is my second marriage and I'm, I am so much happier than I've, I ever was in my first. So why are you ruining it? And we have been together for a year and my 50 something uh, sex life is brilliant. Wait, you're in your 50s? Just show up. You're a granny yourself, probably. Uh, my first husband was mean and controlling. Not abusive, exactly, but something quite near. I left him 10 years ago and have never looked back. The man I'm with now is... The guy's 61. I thought he was, like, in his late 20s and he's watching granny porn. He's 61. He's watching other gra- What's wrong with you? What do you want him to do? Be watching, like, 18-year-olds? Uh, all right, sorry, my man is now 61. His first wife cheated on him, 
But I will never understand why. He's funny, kind, and so given in bed. She cheated on him because she wanted to cheat on him. It's nothing to do with the partner. I deleted all those granny porn sites. Um, I can't bring myself to talk to my husband about it. Oh, he's not going to notice. Oh, my history's deleted. I didn't do that. Oh, yeah, she must have looked at it. Um, we have sex about four nights a week. So why is he looking at porn? Um, he's he is still just as lovely, loving and sexy as ever. But the thought of those websites is still in my head. Love, get over it. It's nothing to do with you, right? He just likes looking at porn. He finds porn entertaining, fun, sexy, stimulating. He's having sex with you four times a week. That means he's not interfering in your sex life. If he wasn't having sex with you. And he's just trying to knock one out just all the time. You know what I mean? You wake up in the middle of the night feeling a bit frisky, trying to touch your husband. And he's, he's just there with a phone screen glowing in his face, with his right arm just moving back and forth with his headphones in. Yeah, then. Then it's a problem. Granted. Yeah? Then, then it's a problem. You're just there, just like, hey, baby. And he's just like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, then it's a problem. Granted, moan about that, but you're having sex four times a week. You say this guy makes you happy and you're pissed off at him watching porn. You don't like the programmes he watches. Hey, loads of people don't have the same Netflix favourites as their partners. Treat it like that. And it's Granny, Granny, he's 61. It's people his age. It's not even a problem. Ah, dear. Uh, right, let's see. Oh dear, what that that makes oh, ugh. that's a bit too creepy. How old is she though? That's all right. Before I read this one out, the headline is um, I fear my daughter. I fear for my daughter as my creepy stepdad is getting too close, but mum blames me. Uh, what? Uh, wow. These things are mad deep. These are crazy. Wait, how old is the daughter? Nah, you said my little girl. Again, no, 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 no. <laughs> not today. Not, th not that one. Um, so let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Woo. My best friend's cousin got us both pregnant. What should I do? Wait, your best friend... That means she got pregnant by her own cousin. Fucking hell. Uh, my best friend and I are both pregnant by the same guy. Her cousin. Ugh, gross! She doesn't even know I slept with him. What now? But why do you know she slept with him? We um, <laughs> are both 22. My friend had been seeing a guy for a few weeks, but he suddenly ended it saying he was moving abroad with his jobs. She was so upset. I decided she needed cheering up, so I arranged a girls' night out with some of our other friends. We were in a club when this gorgeous guy came in. He had a ripped body, flashy clothes, and an expensive watch. So you had sex with his Rolex. Um, I was shocked when he walked over to my mate and flung his arms around her. She introduced us. Introduced us. He was her cousin. They went outside and after a few drinks, um, as he wanted a cigarette, she came back in late and told us more about him. He is 30 and she idolised him when she was growing up, but he is the sort of guy who never settles down. 
I had Facebook requests from him the next day and he then had asked to meet me. Okay, you've done nothing wrong at this point. Um, you know, it's a cousin, it's not a sibling. I think you can date your mate's cousins. Hey, <laughs> for the record, I've never done that. Uh, I, don't, I have some friends who have that. Ah, let's not even go into it. I don't know, bring up, I don't know, bring up some old wounds in the friendship group. But <laughs> I didn't think it would be a problem from my friend's point of view. That their family, right? We met in a coffee shop. Yeah, no, this this all seems legit so far. Um, other than maybe you could have told your cousin, your mate that yeah, I'm gonna your cousin messaged me. I'm gonna date your cousin. Like maybe that's something you could talk about. Um, so and their family, right? We met in a coffee shop. He said he'd been dying to find out more about me, and he really made me feel good about myself. I met him again, and the next night. Again the next night, and he asked me back to his place. I couldn't say no. Well, you could have. It's quite easy. And when he kissed me, I got goosebumps. Oh, that means I really like him. I had goosebumps and butterflies. Um, <laughs> and when then we had incredible, unprotected sex. Mad, I know. <laughs> That's literally how it's written. Uh, then we had the incredible unprotected sex. Mad. I know. But I was too caught up in the heat of the moment to worry about risk. Um, it was just one night of passion. He ghosted me after that and I put it down and I put it down to experience. I met my mate for a drink after work last week and she explained that she had sex with a cousin on that night at the club and now she was pregnant. Oh. Ah. Uh. I thought back to my night with him and I realised I could be pregnant. I bought a test and it's positive. It must be his. What a mess. That, oh. That is just horrible. Oh, dear. Um, what? Yes. Uh, what can you do? Well, you're now pregnant, so you either keep it or get rid of it. That's that's what you do. Do you want this, kids? You're 22. Um, yeah, that's your options. And if you're going to keep it, then you're going to have to tell your friends. It's really that simple. I don't, I don't really know what you're going to do there. Do you either tell them? Because you can't keep it a secret. <clears throat> Every kid deserves a father. Every child in this world deserves a father, deserves a poppy, a papa, a daddy, a father. That's what every child in this world deserves. Um, right, uh, now, ooh, what's this one? This is an old one, but the headline made me intrigued. Caught my girlfriend in bed with another man, and then he did something I really didn't expect. When I caught my girlfriend in bed with another man, he grabbed a knife from the kitchen and cut my arms. What? Uh, my girlfriend's 24 and I'm 23. She was always hitting on other guys and thought it was funny, especially when I'd confront her and threaten to leave. She pleaded with me to stay with her. All right, so she's an attention seeker. And she likes knife-wielding maniacs. I got off work early one Friday last month and caught her in bed with another guy. I shouted at her and chased him downstairs. Um, he must have thought I was going to hit him because he slashed me with a carving knife. I had to go to hospital and needed stitches. 
She insisted they hadn't done anything, but they were both in their underwear and matey snatched with a knife. So, uh, yeah, even if you weren't doing the sex, your friend just stabbed me. So, you know. And she'd be like, oh, you're being so dramatic. He didn't even stab you. He just slashed you. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, she insisted that they hadn't done anything. And they're both, but they're both in their underwear. We've since split. But she wants me back. Don't go back. I don't know whether I still love her. Doesn't matter. There's certain moments where you have to go forget love. Let's have some sense. And the fact that, you know, she's got guys in your bed. Well, yeah, or I don't know where you was living. Trying to slash you. No. No, 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 no. Right. Uh, what's the time? How long we got? How long we been on here for? Just under an hour. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Right. This one. I'm falling in love with my mate after no string sex, but he's not ready to commit. I don't have to read this dilemma. Your mate has never been your mate. He's always going to have sex with you. And now he's got the sex. He's um, he's just he's going to just ride this out. He knows the friendship's going to end and he's going to just try and give as much sex as possible for it ends. Because if you're actually mates, because this can happen. You can be mates. Two people can be mates. Genuine mates. Something happens between them. But look, if you're actually mates, you'd really try to rescue the friendship. You'd say, all right, hey, what happened? That can't happen again. You know, like Harvey and Donna in suits. That kind of thing. They're best mates. They love each other, not, but they're not in love. They're just really close. And you know, they just said, hey, that never happened again. And it happened like 15 years ago and they got over it. That's what could happen if you were actually mates. But if this guy's stringing you along... He wanted the bang, got the bang, and he's going to continue to bang until you say, nah. Let's carry on reading, though. I've had no string sex with a friend. There, well, actually, that's wrong. There is strings. You're friends. Big old friendship string. Um, I've had no string sex with, um, with a friend, and now I have feelings for him, but he's saying he's not ready to commit. Um, when we met at a party, he told me he was in a relationship, but he was on his own that night as his girlfriend was working. We clicked as friends and had a lot in common. We stayed up chatting into the early hours. I've since met him um, a few times for a coffee. His girlfriend recently broke up with him and he was really hurt. He poured his heart out to me. Um, we've had some nights out since and had sex a few times when we were both drunk. But in the morning he said it was just for fun and he's not ready for a relationship. I can't stop thinking about him though. Should I tell him what well, he means to me? He's 27, I'm 24. Um, Right, so there you go. You weren't even friends, you, you dummy. You're 24, so I'm not going to be nice to you. You're 24, you weren't friends. You met at a party where you had a girlfriend and he flirted you all night and now he banged you. This, no, you're not friends. I thought you were actually mates. Don't, ah, you're one of those people who make friends with girls in the toilet, aren't you? Nah. This is my new friend. Oh my God, she's amazing. She's got the same handbag as me. Like, you're not friends. Shut up. Um, right. Last one. My girlfriend has had 14 sexual partners. And I've only had two. 
And I can't stop worrying about her past. I'd say I had similar ones to this before. My girlfriend has had 14 sexual partners. While I've had just two. How do you know that? Because you probably asked her. Mug. Why did you ask her? Because you probably suspected the number was high. Mug. So now you've upset yourself by knowing the number's high. Because if she had told you. Oh it's two. You'd go nah she's lying. She's definitely lying. I know she's lying. There's way too many guys at this party smiling at her. And laughing in my face. Um, I know I'm overthinking everything. But I can't stop worrying about her past. Uh, we are both 21. My girlfriend used to be in a relationship with a guy who cheated on her. She says he broke her heart. And she stepped in lots of different boys. To, to make her see what he'd lost. To make him see what he'd lost. So this girl's always got no sense. Because he cheated on her. So he didn't really care about what he'd lost. And then you just stepped loads of other guys. And he'd have been like, what have I lost here? A girl that's going to sleep with lots of other guys. There's nothing wrong with that, but I mean, that what that's what you're showing me right now. What would be worse for me to see as an ex? If I was an ex, what would be worse? It's you flying high, living your life, as being super successful and looking happy. Then I'd be like, yeah, shit, I'm, I messed up. But you just stare just bagging everyone. I'm like, oh, alright. That's what I lost out on. I, I had sex for you too. <laughs> Is that what? Um, it didn't work, I guess. As he's with someone else now. Yeah. Yeah, he probably is. Shall we go on the break? Yeah, right, and oh, I'll think about getting back for you. Have you stayed with everyone else in that break? Yeah, just 13 other guys. Alright, I've changed my mind. I don't want to get back with you now. Yeah, it's just, no, I don't think that's going to work for me. Um, she says she loves me and I treat her like a princess, but I can't agree with how she was back then. How could she have sex with anyone who was willing? She has even said these guys meant nothing to her. I simply cannot get it out of my mind. Uh, mate, do what? You seem like a nice guy. I don't think it's about the amount of guys she had sex with. I think it's to do with her attitudes. And how she deals with being upset about things. And you're worried that if you leave the toilet seat up, she's going to just march across the hallway to another flat, bang on the door, just bang that guy. Ironically, on top of the toilet with the seat down. That's what you're worried about. And I can feel it in your message. So, you know, all I can say is, mate, it's just watch out for that. Just watch out for that. She bangs for revenge. And no one likes a revenge banger. Anyway, that is the end of the podcast. I've waffled on for nearly an hour on my own. Some of you have been like, where's the guests? We like it when you talk to other people, Darren. Not just on your own. We've been liking it. We've had a, do what, they'll all be coming back on at some point. Uh, yeah. Um, both Filio and um, Agent Soulman, they've got stories that they need to update me on. Um, Agent Solomon has to finish his story about being in Thai prison. I'm fully aware that he didn't get to finish that story. Um, so that's got to happen. There'll be other comedians on as well. Um, there's a few comedians I'm talking to who want to come on. So it'll be a laugh. It'll be a great time. Anyway, that's the end of the podcast. Share, subscribe, follow, retweet, whatever, all that. All that stuff. All right. Okay. See you later. Bye.